Alright, are you ready to be counted in? I'm ready, baby alone. Ready in Hamesh, Arba, Shalosh, Shatayim. Yeah! Hey! Yeah! Yeah! Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at? What up, dogs? Hello. I'm touring again, homies. I want to thank everybody who came out to Dallas. Six sold-out shows. Let me tell you something. Texas does not give a fuck, and I love it. You guys were masks off, panties off. It was a blast. Um, So moving along to Houston is next, the 25th through 27th of February. And then Zanies in Nashville, March 11th through 13th. Um, and then I believe the Saturday show, they've added a show, uh, a 4 p.m. show, because I ain't fucking working at midnight, y'all. Y'all, did you hear that? That was organic. I'm becoming yeah. Texan. Pretty Woo! soon I'll be saying, bless her heart. Bless her heart, which is code for she's a cunt. That's what that's code for. That's true, right? Zane's from uh, Texas. He's in there in the booth. He's not on a mic, but I know that about Texans. Okay, moving along. Des Moines, Des Moines, Iowa, uh, April 10th through uh, 11th. That's it. And then San Antonio, Texas, well into July 15th through 17th. Tickets at ChristinaPOnline.com. Very excited to be doing uh, comedy again. It's very emotional for me. I had quite a uh, an interesting reaction to doing stand-up. I had to talk to my shrink today. I, um, I got on stage in Dallas, you guys, and I saw the, you know, the, the guy in the front eating nachos. I saw the girl in the front with her big tits. I saw, you know, the f- typical heavy set guy in the front with his arms folded like is this bitch gonna talk for an hour and i saw and i smelled the smells of like disgusting booze and i just started crying i started crying immediately which is so bizarro because i'm not a crier in uh, regular life and to break down on stage was so fucking weird but uh, my therapist says it's because i'm extra comfortable <laughs> up there which makes no sense (laughs) which is so counterintuitive but hey at least I'm comfortable somewhere emotionally and um yeah I pull myself together and I on with the show but what an emotional time you know um I think just because as as a parent you know this when you've got kids you you power on you wake up every morning and you make the breakfasts and you get the kids ready and you you go through the motions so I think it was I think it was emotional for me to stop and reflect on this year and just the the loss and the change and 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 uh, the the uh, everything, man. So very very intriguing week. Uh, but I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot. Here's what I learned this week. Oh, I had a huge Pajitsky effect, and I'm so we need a stinger for that. Is that what that's called or a, a song, Zoli? Yeah, we don't have one yet, but <laughs> yeah. if you would like to make one, go ahead and send it to do- where my mom's at at gmail.com. Oh. oh, you're so smart. So you're soliciting. That's smart. Yeah, you guys are so smart, you listeners. Where my mom's at at gmail.com. If you can make like a sound for Pajitsky effect, like Pajitsky effect or something corny like that, that would be great. Um, 
So I had a great one, man. I had a great one. I was um, <laughs> so free. I've been traveling. I've been a professional traveler now for like 17 years. Um, <laughs> I finally bought myself a real makeup bag, like an actual ladies one. Not um, not just the denim one that I was using that a fan made for me years ago, <laughs> which I cherish and appreciate. Um, here's what I realized is that I don't have to cram my full-sized toothpaste <laughs> my makeup kit. I don't have to cram um, a full-sized dry shampoo con container into my travel stuff. You can buy, did you know this, travel-sized items in bulk, in bulk. And you can create a drawer in your own bathroom with just like a bunch of tiny toothpastes and, and toothbrushes and tiny things of dry shampoo and razors so that, um, I just reached for my glasses that weren't on my head. The, <laughs> so I have an endless expansion of them now. I have a drawer dedicated to travel supplies. Have you done that yet, Zolo? Um, well, I don't travel nearly as much as you do, but I had a similar kind of thing. I found out that like Target, those kind of stores will <laughs> sell like a pre-put together pack of like Get a travel out. size shampoo a travel size toothpaste everything you need all in yeah. one for a couple bucks so i got one of those and my life has not been the same since yeah you know and i forget that like we don't live in uzbekistan we don't live in uh fucking kiev we live in america capitalism reigns supreme if you got a problem some smart capitalist has figured out a solution to your dumb problem. Do you think pillows are too hot? There's a guy that invented a cooling gel pillow. There's a pillow that's cold on one side, warm on the other. Do you, do you want a blanket that you can wear? America, dude, we've invented all of that. My favorite aisle at the pharmacy, Tom and I have been doing this for years, buying people gifts from the As Seen on TV section. Go ahead and Google As Seen on TV Zolo. Let's see what they have to offer. I have bought blue blocker shades for people. <laughs> um, oh, As Seen on TV. The nose hair clippers are very efficient. No, that's... <laughs> this is not the... Oh, oh, like the clapper... All that stuff is so great. And it's, oh, go down, as seen on TV, that website, official site. Here we go. Here's all the shit you can buy. Perfect smile. That's where we found the perfect smile. <laughs> the key light, very useful. Pink armor nail gel, the turbo scrub. What's the, that's so dumb. Hold on. Oh, what's the night hand? <laughs> what? What's that? The, no, the night hawk. What the fuck is this? It's like a big spotlight kind of flashlight <laughs> thing. AKA a flashlight. You can also, but, but it's the Nighthawk, you guys. But yeah, it's... it has two bulbs <laughs> in it instead of one. So <laughs> so silly. Yeah. I didn't realize As Seen on TV was a brand. I thought that was just a little thing they put on it to so you know it was on an infomercial. I didn't know oh. this was a whole company. Oh, and it's a whole section at Target or at, the CVS pharmacy chain. Um, it's the best aisle at the pharmacy you'll ever enjoy. I highly recommend doing your Christmas shopping there. You will piss off so many relatives. This last year, we bought nose hair clippers for Tom's sisters. We bought like 
a cereal bowl that keeps the milk away from your cereal. Like stupid crap that nobody needs. Yeah. Oh, here's one. Easy feet. Let's see. No more bending to clean your feet. Oh, there are slippers <laughs> that have bristles on them. <laughs> but wait, they're so popular. They're out of stock. How can it be? Easy feet. Wow, that is so dumb. And then there was one thing called yoga toes one time that Tom and I found in that aisle. It was, um, yeah, Google yoga toes. This was the best there. <laughs> it's yoga for your toes. So it looks like those things you put in between your toes when you're painting them, but they're made of just like gel and they're supposed to stretch and here, will you go ahead? Re they revive and exercise your toes in style with gems. The newest addition to the Yoga Toes family. It's trademarked Yoga Toes. <laughs> <sighs> it makes Yoga Toes therapy more accessible. Wow. This is amazing. And the saddest part is I believe in all of this. I love it. And I'm like, yep, I need it. I need the topsy-turvy. I need the home air dryer, air fryer. I need yoga toes. I think it taps into a really human need to have like all your problems solved by just one product, just one product. Uh, yeah, and I've spent a lot of money on dumb shit. Never works. No, that's not true. I just bought these fake eyelashes. I follow Paulina Poroskova on Instagram. If you want an interesting follow on the gram, Paulina Porskova was a, a model, is a model rather. Now she's probably in her 60s and she was like the it girl in the 80s. And let me tell you women listening, if you want makeup tips from a fucking vet, follow Paulina Porskova. This is the bitch who's going to tell you what products to buy. This is the bitch who knows how to put on fake eyelashes. That's what I just bought. So click on that. She shows a tutorial it's called Falsera. They don't advertise. But look at her. She looks amazing. And she shows you how to put on fake eyelashes. I never did it in my life. I've done it today. Easy peasy because of Paulina Porscova. That's how suede I am. This I'm the target demographic for everything stupid. And I just, I live for this. So she's gorgeous. She's also very vulnerable. She talks about, you know, her um, husband, Rick Ocasek, passed away a year ago. And, and the changes that ensued in her life. Okay. I had a really neat thing happen. God, my eyelashes are bumping against my, my cool glasses now. I had a really freaking cool thing happen when I was with my five-year-old boy the other day. So I take, uh, I take Ellis to do an errand at the, at the fart missy to buy my yoga toes. Now we, we're picking up uh, Lexapro, I believe, for me. And, um, and so I decided to be a lazy person person and not put money in the meter because I was like it's going to be a quick in and out right come on whoever expects to wait at the pharmacy right <laughs> okay so we go in I don't put money in the meter I let it fucking expire of course the line's longer than we expected Ellis and I are goofing off looking at silly things and as we come out of the pharmacy the ticket guy is writing tickets the, I guess is a male ticket guy called a meter maid? The fuck are ticket guys called? Chris Larson, you're intelligent. <laughs> you know the answers to everything. A meter man? A meter bro? A meter bro? A meter... meter. A meter butler? A, a meter, meter... meter garçon? A meter, a meter garçon? <laughs> uh, yeah, what are they called? What are ticket givers? Shit. What are these fuckers called? 
Parking enforcement? Parking enforcement. Now, that makes them sound very powerful, which I'm sure they'd appreciate. A male meter maid. What do you call a parking attendant? But a parking attendant isn't the same as a maid, a meter maid. Anyway, you look for that, Zolo. I'll continue my story. So the male, the, the meter butler was out there. And, you know, of course I did the, come on, man, Ellis, let's run. Let's try to catch him before he starts writing the ticket. God damn it. And, of course, I go, I go, I, I catch up to him just as he's starting to write the ticket. And I'm like, am I too late? Did I make it? Did I make it? Like, I'm trying to be cute, you know. And he's like, nope, sorry, too late. And I was just like, whatever, you know, I I just surrender to what's about to happen. I'm like, whatever, dude. So I just, ex and Ellis is like, what's happening? What's happening? And I go, listen, mom made a mistake. I was lazy. I should have put money in the meter. I didn't. I made a mistake. And now I'm going to get a ticket. And that's what happens when you don't follow the rules. And it was so great because I was buckling him in and explaining to him that um, my mom is, uh, is lazy, was lazy. And the guy, the, the meter butler goes, you know what? Just because you were cool, I'm going to let you go. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, people are so mean to me. <laughs> The fact that you weren't mean to me, I'm going to let you go. And I was like, whoa, that was such a better lesson to teach a kid. Like, A, I always, I, I teach my children to be nice to everybody and talk to everybody and treat everybody with dignity and respect because fucking why not? But it makes me happy to think that like he got to see that you, if you're just not a turd, um, that good things happen. And um, yeah, anyway, so that, that was just a cool thing because I'm a firm believer in not being a turd. To, to especially to someone whose job it is to is horribly unlikable. I, I I worked for the Department of Public Safety at the University of San Francisco um, throughout my college years, and I worked um, handing out parking, uh, paid parking to really wealthy kids. And I sat in a box, and um, and I smoked cigarettes and you know read philosophy, and I got to do my homework. And then every now and then, a really rich kid would throw four dollars at me, and then I'd write them a parking permit to go park on the campus. And part of public safety's job was also what's called the Charlie unit, which is they would write tickets on cars for people whose permits had expired. And at one point, they were they asked me if I wanted to do Charlie unit, and I was like, "Are you fucking insane? Being a traitor to my." <laughs> my classmates like I would rather fucking die than rat out broke students who have no money because I, I just think it's such a like it's it's a hard job to have to rat out your fellow man I imagine it's hard being in <clears throat> law enforcement too for that for that reason but I, I think they deal with crazy people more often right don't you think it's all do, do you have you you don't work in your did you ever do a campus job no I didn't oh. but um <laughs> You get I, tagged? I, well, so um, <laughs> at the beginning of my tenure in college, I uh, I had, the, well, a friend of mine suggested that if I don't want to ever get a parking ticket, you just leave the dealer plates on your car mm -hmm. and you cover your VIN number with a little piece of paper. That way they can't give you a ticket. Mm. So they can still tow you, but most <laughs> people are not going to call for the tow truck. They'll just yeah. let you go. So I'm like, okay, this is cool. <laughs> and I got away with it for a couple years, never getting a parking ticket. Yeah. But it must have been maybe my first couple weeks at college. And I parked in like, uh, on accident, like a, a professor parking spot. <gasps> and they put a boot on my tire. Yeah. Did not think about that. Yeah, they'll still do that to you. Hell and then yeah. I had to pay 
50 bucks for them to take that off as well as the parking ticket. So I would not suggest that con if any of you were thinking of it. It, it doesn't really work out too well. So the school did the boot. So public safety or yeah. school officers. Yeah. My school is really on it when it comes to parking enforcement. I know they always are because it, it's such a limited commodity. Actually, not in L.A. L.A. is one big parking lot. In San Francisco, it's definitely a huge commodity. That's so fucked, though. Like, you guys are broke. How, like, you're paying for everything already. Don't make know, and pay for parking. Yeah, Come on. no, because we already pay, like, $400 for a parking pass. Yeah. But then you park in a uh, wrong spot on accident, you get tagged with another, like, $50 fine. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Now, for uh, a while, Tom and I were doing the new car, new plates, who dis? You know, that whole thing where you just don't put the plates on for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now DMV wised up, and they give you a photocopy of your number, so you have to put, like, the paper plate on right away. Mm -hmm. Suckers. Well, we got them for a while. That was a good few years. (laughs) Uh, The boot. Fuck that, dude. That's, like... Yeah, that was a real pain in the ass. Yeah, because then you have to walk to the office, right? Did you have to walk to public safety? I I did. I had to walk there, and then they're like, oh, no, we only take cash. You don't, you don't have a hundred bucks in cash? Okay, go walk to an ATM and then walk back. And it was at night too, so it was a real hassle. It's a bitch. Yeah. Well, especially because most college students don't have a hundred dollars on them. I didn't. I certainly didn't have. I don't think I saw a hundred dollar bill until I was <laughs> late twenties. If I had one, you know? Yeah. You kidding me? It's a yeah. ton of scratch. I remember I bounced a check for $25 for a book one time in college. I was so broke. Mm-hmm. That's fucking totally. terrible. Anyway, I still love public safety. It was a great job. Um, it, you know, they God bless public safety got me through college. I, it was a work study job and I really liked them. So shout out to USF public safety and to the Charlie unit doing their job. Not easy. Here's some uh, follow-ups from the last few episodes. We got a lot. Very important hot topics to clear up. Hi, Mommy. So I had to have a urologist scope my dick. <clears throat> That's where they jam a camera down your urethra. Oof. And in order to achieve this, there is a little bit of air that goes in. <sighs> After this very uncomfortable experience, I had to pee and indeed my dick farted. Or would it qualify as a queef? I don't know the specifics. Anyway, thought you'd like to know. Lewis, wow. I mean, if ever there was a thought provoker on this show, that is a hot topic. Uh, this might have to be a YMH issue, Zola. Let's. Yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah, I mean, thank you for writing in, Lewis. I appreciate you even listening to, to the mom show here. But, I mean, a queef. Why don't you Google queef and let's look at the Yana definition of a queef. I believe it is a pussy fart. An audible release of air from the vagina, typically during or after sex. So, you know, I would say the queef by nature uh, emanates from the vagina, Yana. A penis queef. Let's go ahead and click on a penis queef or a dick fart. Let's see. Um, Oh, God, my eyes. I can't see. Can you make it bigger for mommy? Penile flatulence. Oh, polite term for cock queef, dick fart, or quolf. That's the word we're looking for. <laughs> I believe the word is quolf. Wow, I really like that. Quolf almost sounds like past tense of queef. One quoffed. I quoffed in the night. 
But uh, again, thought-provoking, and I'd like to discuss this further on your mom's house in proper company. I believe Tom will have really important things to say about this issue. And for that matter, what about, a, a, let's say a man has sex, anal sex, or a woman, and you push air out after anal. Is that considered a fart? That's it's not a, really a fart. That's a good question. Right, it's, it's kind of a butt queef. Yeah. It's a... It's a Quainus, a quaff. I don't know. You need to bring this up in your in your school, though. Yeah. Is there is there a class like a semantic school a class that you take? I'll look Any into philosophy? it. Any philosophy? I'll check it out. Biology. If there is one, I'll find it. Well, guys, write in. You know, let me know where my mom's at at gmail dot com. If you're having butt sex and you the wind comes out of there, it's not really a fart. It's not the same as a fart. So thank you for that hot topic. Good morning, my jorts above forts. Oh, I like that one. That's a good one. As a dad, I am all about trying to dress my kid better than I was. Same. My mom and dad were divorced and it was his job to get clothes and shoes for school. He always tried to get me to get all black Reeboks so that I could wear them to gym class. And it's unfortunate that the style is popular now because they still look like diabetic sports shoes. <laughs> so true. <laughs> go ahead and google it black Reeboks they are fucking terrible I agree this is not cool I, I agree they look like those diabetic support <laughs> and he always took me straight to the husky section at JCPenney's and bought me southwest pattern polo shirts god damn it pacific sunwear was in during that time and that's all i wanted so it's my duty to buy cool clothes for my son target and old navy are the best he looks fly as fuck all day air day baby piss on me beat me cut a hole in the hammock and shit in my mouth always following proto drew thank you oh no <laughs> these are terrible shirts yeah this is child abuse to make your children wear husky jc penny crap oh my god yeah, and here's the deal, man. You're right, because I all my kids' stuff is from all of them. I, I buy from Old Navy, Target, Amazon even has some decent stuff every now and then, or Walmart even. I mean, Old Navy and Target, they have the coolest stuff. You don't need to. It just makes me crazy. But maybe you know, back in the day, there were. I, I guess in the '80s, like, where did you buy kids' clothing? I don't even think they made clothes for kids. They just made you wear like small adult sizes or something. I don't know. They didn't have much for us. That commodifying um, kids stuff didn't happen until the, you know, 80s, 90s. Hey, mommy jeans. My parents dressed me in the cheapest shit relentlessly as a kid. <laughs> if I expressed concern for how I looked, my dad hit me with the classic line, it's not a fashion show. And that was that. He would bring home a garbage bag of clothes from his work friend to pick through for hand-me-downs. We called it Ross's Boutique. I'm 27 now. The other day I was online ordering slip-on checkered vans, sweet, for my three-year-old niece when my dad interjected, suggesting that I could get shoes for a toddler at the dollar store. Glad she has me. Piss on me, beat me, art. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, it's just a grody factor, you know, the dollar store. The dollar store, come on now. You get what you pay for, kids. God damn it. Zolo, did your parents dress you cool when you were little? Yeah, I think so. They dressed yeah. me pretty cool. Well, what about your parents? What would you no. wear growing no. up? No, no, no. We went to the swap meet. Uh, my dad, if it was my dad's turn, he usually bought me school clothes. We go to swap meet. We put me in karate shoes, those white shoes with the fake bottoms, and um, 
and like whatever was in fashion at the swap meet is what I would wear. <laughs> cargo pants. I loved cargo pants. Those were cool in the 80s. I wore a lot of cargo pants. I dressed like Madonna. Um, I bought a tube skirt from the swap meet and um, a, a ribbed tank top from the swap meet. And I would wear that to school thinking that was acceptable. And they were like, what is going on in your house? I'm like, well, my dad. I live with my dad. I live with my single dad who doesn't know shit. Um, yeah, I'm, I feel like dads tend to drop the ball on clothing a lot of the time, right? Yeah, they don't, especially dressing girls, I think. Yeah. They just don't. My dad just didn't know. Like, I, I dressed like him. Like, I dressed like I was in Miami Vice. <laughs> or I dressed like Madonna because that was the, the fashion. And it wasn't until I had a stepmother when I was 12 and she was like, oh, no, you have to dress her like a girl. Like, you need to buy her <laughs> yeah. dresses and shit. You have to go to the mall, like to Charlotte Russe. And then, by then yeah. they had like Contempo or whatever. Um, but no, I just dressed like a boy, I think. It was like I was just I wanted to run. I wanted to like do activities. So they just put me in like sweatpants and like cargo shit. It was fine. I still dress that way. So. I just buy like Aviator Nation sweatpants. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, bros. Okay. So what I wanted to do with this episode, I'm really excited. There's this great podcast I've been listening to called The Apology Line, which is about, about this artist who started a confession line where people could call and confess any crimes they had done or apologize to anybody for anything. And I thought, wouldn't it be fun to open up our phone lines and on our emails and tell me your mom confessions um stuff that you may not want to share with everybody but i think is really fun so let's hear a couple of voicemails first christina just put a post about things that you are ashamed to confess as a mom and um i have a favorite child and I can never confess that to anybody because I feel like it's so passe. Have but a what child? My older daughter. Favorite? Oh. Okay. Go ahead. Just she does the dishes for me. She does the laundry for me. She's four years old, by the way. My kids are four and three, two girls. And my older daughter is just the biggest help. And whenever I say no, she says literally, yes, mommy like i mean how can you compete with that i can't confess it to anybody but <laughs> that's what this line is for i suppose right so uh mom confession line i have a favorite child i love it that's what i'm talking about that's why i started this that's the kind of shit i want to hear guys do you have a favorite child Ooh, that's a deep dark one that's a dark one i don't know if you're watching the crown but um, Margaret Thatcher in one of the episodes, I'm not going to give away plot, but well, no, it's tied to it. But anyway, at one episode, Margaret Thatcher admits to having a favorite child. And the queen is really struck by that idea that someone uh, has a favorite. And her husband was like, yeah, everybody has a favorite. Most people don't admit to it. And uh, that got me thinking, like, do I have a favorite? I know, I, I don't know, I, I don't think so. You know, you, you go through different stages with, diff, with I go through different stages with the, with each kid. Um, and you know, I've known the older one longer, so I just, there's more familiarity, but they both have such amazing qualities. I think that as a mom, I would feel really horrible as a mom to pick a favorite. 
which is interesting. But, uh, well, shit, you guys let me know. Do you have a favorite? Is that a thing? Where my mom's at at gmail.com, 213-375-5184. Leave a voicemail. I think at times, you at least I go, I'll just be jamming more with one kid than another. I go through phases of like, we're just more in tune with each other right now, and the other one's okay, and then I go back and forth. But Yeah, it sounds like that's know. what this is kind of like. She's only really saying this one's her favorite because this kid does all the chores and stuff. <laughs> and like doesn't really like give her any grief it's yeah, a cool be, reason yeah and and i mean they're so young but it would be interesting to hear from moms that have like a legitimate a jet. favorite one i know i don't like the other one that's a really cool. good that's a good distinction is that she's just like that that older one just makes my life easier exactly and <laughs> i don't know if it's really the same thing <laughs> i mean that's true. Like, do you like them as a person or that they're just making your life hassle-free? Is that is that a reason to like someone more? Yeah, and I'm sure as these kids get older, the mom's, like, view on them might change. I don't think she's going to be like, yeah, you're my favorite because you did laundry when you were four. You know? Yeah, that's true. It's interesting. Yeah, so maybe she, if it's a favorite, it might just be more like the one that is giving me less hassle right now, which is interesting. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Here's another one. I heard you guys talking about how shitty your parents were, and I thought this may fit into the cool parent club. <laughs> My parents made us reuse bath water. Ugh. My dad would get the super hot water. Then my mom would take a bath right after. After she was done, it would be a race between myself and my two other siblings to get a chance at warm bath water. Oh, my God. Sometimes my mom would shave her legs. So we got to drain the tub and get nice, warm, fresh water. Now that I'm almost 30 years old and a mother, I'm realizing that they were tight-ass bitches who didn't give a rat's ass about us. Water isn't that expensive. Thanks for making mommy diapers cool again. You got it. Spit on me. Spit on me. Beat me. Eat that scrum daily. Danielle from Texas. Yeah, I I know. Looking back, you're like... All the stuff that my parents were cheap about, too. You're like, fucking water, it, it isn't that expensive. Like, we, <laughs> you get that bill and you're like, oh, that was fucking, what, 30 bucks this month? <laughs> what? Um, especially if you, you know, when you're in an apartment or, like, what? Uh, even gas, the gas bill, that's $10. What are you fucking talking about? Like, my dad was so stingy with air conditioning. Even that one. I remember the first time I lived in an apartment that I, I had AC in, um, Tom was living with me and it was hot as balls. We lived in the Rampart division and he's like, you crank that AC all summer. Like I, I was the cheap one, not cranking it. And I thought, Oh, this is going to break us. This is going to be, this is it. This is the, the summer that takes me down. And we got the bill and it's like a hundred dollars. You're like, really? Really? Is it, is it that much? So then I was like, yeah, just fucking crank it. What else are you going to spend $100 on? I'd rather spend it on AC than going out to dinner or something. Jesus Christ. 
Hey Hitler, my name is Shane from Wichita, I'm 21. The closest thing I have to kids right now are four little cousins under the age of 10. I used to cook at restaurants in my teen years and developed a habit of cussing over my breath as I cooked and shouting when I messed something up. <laughs> I do that too. While I was cooking the other day, I shouted, God damn it, a couple of times and didn't really think anything about it because the kids were playing in the other room. However, the other day I found out one of the kids went to school, threw crayons at another kid and screamed, God damn it. I know they got it from me. Should I tell his mom? The parents are conservative Christians and do not approve of that language. Piss on me, beat me. You bet I'm coming up in May, Shane. No, of course not. What are you doing? Don't fucking tell the parents anything. Let them figure it out. And in fact, I'm of the, I'm of the personal opinion that I don't believe in bad words. I believe in words that are impractical to use in public. Um, I don't believe there's such a thing as bad. I think words take on different meaning over time, become arbitrary. Uh, it's a, it's now especially a semantics game. It's a it's a virtue signaling game. So fucking don't say anything. Who cares? Tell the kid, hey, you can say that word when you're 16. That's what I do with mine. This one's a gem. Oh, wait, let's do another voicemail. Let's hear another voicemail just to break up me and my beautiful talking voice. Hey, Mommy. I'm calling in with my mom confession. My daughter is a little over two years old, and since she was nine months old and old, old enough to pull herself up to things, she has been eating dog food with our dogs <laughs> every night while they have their dinner. I tried to stop her for a long time. And I finally just gave the fuck up because she would not stop eating it. So, you know, my kid eats dog food. All right. Thanks, mommy. Keep it high and tight. This is the shit I'm talking about, guys. I want more of these calls. This is what I'm talking about. My kid eats dog food and I let it happen. She's two. Is that what she said? Two? And... I think so. I, or I think she said it might have started when she was two and it's continued on. And, like, is it the kibble? Is it the soft food? Is it high-quality dog food? I have to know more detail. Because <laughs> I get it. My two-year-old is obsessed with the dog when the dog eats, too. Is always over there, touching it, fucking with the dog, spilling the dog water. And then, eventually, they grow out of that. I wonder if there are health repercussions for eating dog food. Should we try calling Dr. Hawkman? <laughs> Sure. Let's call let's call Dr. Jessica. <laughs> Hold on. Um, let's see if Hawkman will answer. Maybe she's busy actually practicing medicine. Hopefully not. God damn. It can't be good for your kid, right? Hi, Dr. Jessica. Hi. How are yes. you? You're on with me on where my mom's at. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I have a really random question for you i want to hear it okay so this woman confessed on my confession line that her two-year-old loves eating dog food and so while the dog is eating the two-year-old will go and eat the dog food too and they just stop they just stop trying to stop her and now they let her eat dog food every night is that okay Um, is that okay? I don't think anything, I have to look at the ingredients of the dog food. I don't think anything <laughs> harmful per se would happen, but I don't think it's the ideal nutritional food for a kid. <laughs> it's, not the, it's not the typical fruits and vegetables that I would, that mm. I would, uh, <laughs> okay. so, also it doesn't taste very good. I would think, I mean, I could see you could let your child do it and then they 
they'd, uh, you know, hopefully give up eventually or worst case throw up or, you know, have some diarrhea. Yeah. (laughs) So maybe we should mix some fruits and vegetables in with the dog food. Like, you know, when you you trick your dog (laughs) and you mix like the good stuff in with the, the medicine. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think, but I think the ideal situation is you let a kid, if they're going to do it and you're going to let them do it, they try it and discover that they don't like it. Mm. And then hopefully they move on to healthier foods, <laughs> better, better options. Or they, <laughs> I guess it'd be hard to hide the dog food from your kid. I guess it is. I know, but maybe try. Maybe try. I'll right. probably try. I, I, I hear you. You're in an elevator. I'm guessing you're at the hospital. I'm I'm walking into the dentist. No. I'm walking into the dentist. Good yeah, for you. Good for you. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I, I love you for um, answering. I hope, that, hope that was an okay answer. But that was perfect. Not ideal, but it probably wouldn't do any harm. All right. Small doses. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Jessica. Guys, the fabulous Dr. Jessica. Ask Dr. Jessica on Instagram and on YouTube, right? That's right. You got it. That's right. Keep these good questions coming. I, I like them. Keep uh, me thinking. For okay. sure. Thank you, dude. Bye, sweetie. Wow. So there you have it, guys. It's not gonna. Um, it's not good for them, but it won't kill them. <laughs> the ideal answer. Ugh, gosh, I can't imagine why. Okay. Whew. This one's pretty great too. Hi, Christina. My daughter, at the time, was four years old, and I was pregnant with my son. My daughter was in the living room watching television. And her dad slash my husband farted in her face. <laughs> the next day, I sent her to school. And I got a call from the school nurse to pick her up because she had pink eye. <laughs> I took her to the doctor and they said the main reason kids get pink eyes because they get poop particles in their eye. I couldn't bear to tell the doctor what happened the day before. But I do remind my husband that he is nasty, that he has a nasty ass on the daily. Love your show. Thanks, Jen. That is nasty as hell to fart in your kid's eye. Uh, the disrespect. <laughs> now you're in fraternity, Zolo. Do you guys fart in each other's eyes? Um, I don't think we aim for the eye. There's definitely some farting that occurs, but you fart in people's faces. Yeah, you guys I guess. can get pink eye. You better watch yeah. out. Yeah, we probably should watch out. Also, Chris Larson, a lot of feedback on your rat situation. People were really chiming in as to what you should do. Have you tried the bucket thing where you put food in the bucket? I heard uh, one person said that you should feed the rat Slim Jims. Yeah, I saw the the Slim Jim thing. I still haven't tried it yet. He hasn't been around in a minute. I think I scared him off last time. and Maybe he's just keeping his distance. Hopefully my little encounter with him you, spooked him. You, what was your encounter? Oh, I came home one night and I like saw him and I like chased him around the house. And so, <laughs> so he probably got a little scared. I like how you're, it's like you're personifying him. You're like, and he's, he's not around anymore. He hasn't been around. Like he's your roommate now. I mean, he kind of is. I mean, I don't talk, yeah. I talk to him about as much as I talk to my actual roommate. So, <laughs> well, that's right. So what does your roommate say about the rat? I mean, he's not happy about the rat either. He, he He's mm. helped, he's tried to catch it as well as I have and. We've tried the every trap. We've tried the snap traps, but yeah. Maybe we, we'll try it with Slim Jims this time. Yeah, this is one resilient rat. Yeah, rats are clever motherfuckers. Yeah. I wow. I can't believe you've just made peace with this. I'm just blown away. But he hasn't been around, so he's been out dating, or maybe he went on a, a vacation, or... Yeah, maybe he's <laughs> he's gone to Malibu or something. He's just chilling <laughs> on the beach, 
now that they're opening back up. Oh, God, such a nightmare. Now, did he poop on your roommate's stuff, too? Um, He hasn't mentioned him pooping on his stuff, but, I mean, he's pooped yeah. on the counters. He's pooped on the couch. I mean, yeah. So he pooped he on poops. your face, and he's going to yeah. pee on the roommate's yeah. face. Yes, he's peed and pooped in my mouth, yes. Mm-hmm. And do you guys ever bring chicks back to the apartment? Not very often, especially during quarantine. Sure, it's not during the quar. So uh, my roommate is definitely better with the ladies than I am, I would seem. Uh, but, yeah, the, he hasn't been around when women are around. So. Oh, the, the rat? Yeah. Should we just name him? Uh, do you got any names? I haven't really thought of any. Well, what's he like? I mean, <laughs> yeah. What is my 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 roommate rat like? Yeah. What's um, I mean? What's he into? Like besides your fruits and vegetables, is he? What does he like to eat? I mean, he's eating some spaghetti. He's oh. eating peanut butter. He's eating bacon. He's kind of a fat guy. He's yeah, a Bert. He's a little bit of a fat. Yeah. Let's name him Bert. Yeah. Bert the rat. Bruce. Bruce. Bruce Kirshner, Bruce, the rat. Bruce Krishna, the rat. <laughs> He's Bert the rat. I like that. Okay. Let's call him Bert or Brent or, Brent. or Bruce. <clears throat> okay. Maybe you could like, does he have a little hole in your wall like Tom and Jerry? Remember like in cartoons? Yeah, not like a carved out hole. It's just like a natural hole that he jumps in and out of. That is disgusting. Yeah. That is fucking horrendous. You guys got to cock that hole up, bro. All right. I'll just chew another one. Oh my That's God. my fear. Is he'll just if I block the hole, he'll just chew out and not, a new hole. Not with the shit that you. There's a foaming sealant that you have that you can put there. I'm telling you, I'll just bring you some, bro. I'll bring you some. You foam it up. I'm not saying he's gonna chew a hole in the foam. Oh, I'm around. He'll just chew another hole in like the wood. Oh God, <laughs> this rat is crazy. He, All right, just try the slim gems and get back to me, rascal. please. He's a rascal. That he's a rascal, just like Hitler. Okay. <coughs> okay. Running in store. I heard the story about the teacher that tripped the kid on the last episode, and I remembered something my kid did. I'm a single father of two children. My son had a bad habit of running in stores and not listening. We were in Michael's one weekend, and my son took off running. I yelled at him not to run in the store. He didn't listen and kept going. I was standing looking at picture frames. I heard a loud crash, a scream, and then my son came around the corner doing one of those in so much pain, no sound was coming out, cries. Oh, that's the worst. Blood running down his face. Oh, shit. I turned and looked and kept doing what I was doing. He came over and hugged my leg. The lady who was standing beside me looked, scoffed, and said, Dad doesn't seem too concerned. I said, lady, dad's concerned, but he's also been fucking telling him for two fucking years not to run in a store because he'll get hurt. She patted my son on the back and told him to listen to his dad. Also, I should mention in a rush out of the store to get him to the doctor, my daughter walked out of the store with everything that she was holding for me. So teaching the kids to shoplift as well. Killing it over here as a single dad, Brett. That's hilarious. Yeah, they don't listen until they get... <sighs> fucking hurt but apparently people are telling me that little boys don't even care once they get hurt they just keep doing it over and over although since ellis you know ever since the tooth went through the bottom lip uh he's been he hasn't climbed on anything yet it's been a minute but i'm sure that'll change Whew. i am a 32 year old mom 
with 15 and three-year-old daughters. Holy cow, that's quite a disparity in age. This summer, as I was preparing lunch, I heard my three-year-old crying from the living room, so I called for her older sister to check on her as I was tied up in the kitchen. She asks where she is because she doesn't see her, to which I reply, what do you mean, where is she? She's in the living room. Go check. Teenagers never really look. The next words I hear are, oh my God, she's outside. I ran out of the kitchen toward the front door, wondering how the hell she got out there, and as a true helicopter mom, thinking someone was about to take her. As I get outside, my two-year-old is trying to hop back in the window, crying because she fell out of the window. <clears throat> Upon assessing, I discovered she was pushing on the screen door as she stood on the couch and fell. I felt like such a horrible mother for not watching her for those five minutes it took to fall out, but was later able to laugh it off at the thought of having a child who falls out windows. Dad didn't think it was funny. Another human mommy, Sandra. Wow. What floor was it on? Did, hopefully it's just a one. Yeah, okay. It doesn't say if it's second story. I, I'm hoping it was just a one. It probably is just a one story. Yeah, I've heard of that happening before. I want to say Ellis did that too in our old house. He would push on the screen in his bedroom and like, kunk, like he got out, but the, the window wasn't very high. Man, oh man. Fucking kids. Those fools, you got to keep an eye on those fuckers. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? What else we got? We got mom hacks. Ooh, let's do a mom hack voicemail. I love those. Let's see what's going on. Oh, here's our music. Mom hacks. Meow hacks. Hi, Christina. My name's Autumn, and I'm from Colorado. I have two sons, age nine and age four. And my four-year-old is in a very defiant stage right now. Everything's a no. You want to go to preschool? Let's get in the car. Let's go to preschool. No. Let's, here's some dinner. No. Everything is no. <laughs> right? I think you got it. You have two little kids of your own. Um, but over Christmas, my mom fail, or hack, I guess, whatever it is, um, we would call Google Home or tell Google Home to call Santa Claus if our four-year-old son was acting up. Mm -hmm. So if he was being defiant, if he was throwing a temper tantrum, we would just go, oh, don't make me call uh, don't make me call Santa Claus. <laughs> and we would call him, and if you do that, you, you ask, hey, Google, call Santa Claus, and it will actually ring and connect you with Santa Claus. And every time we did that, he freaked out and got right in line. But now that the holidays are over, I guess it's irrelevant. It doesn't work. Um, but, yeah, I guess that's my mom fail hack. All right. <laughs> Have a good day. It's a good Bye. one. Yes, that's the wonderful part about Santa is you get to threaten your children with uh, with the loss of gifts for like two months, and then that's over. Uh, right now, I threaten the taking away of treats, and I've got the two boys competing. So we got the sleep champ, the dinner champ, um, and, and, and yeah, whoever wins wins the sleeping game they get popsicles the next day. So the, the threat of, of not having treats again is is the big one um, or not watching cartoons. It, it is tough. What do the Jews do since you guys don't have Christmas? How did your parents threaten you in the month of December? Um, I mean, uh, my family always celebrated Christmas, oh, um, even though we're God. Jews, but I, I don't think they ever really did that to me. I remember my grandpa one time telling me I'd get coal in my stocking. Yeah. I know that's like an old one. That's mm. an old world 
<laughs> so that's actual. That's a real one. Uh, Hungarians do that too on December sixth. If you're a bad kid, you get coal in your shoe, and then the, the some guy in the village dresses up as a devil and hits you with a switch. And if you're good on December sixth, you get candy in your shoes. That that's an actual thing. Was your grandpa wow. from the old country? Um, his parents were where his, Russia. Oh yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Perfect. Yeah. Hmm. What did your parents do to punish you? What'd you get? Like timeouts and stuff. Well, five minute timeouts. I don't think I was that bad of a kid. So no. I didn't have to do much. No, you're a sweet guy. You're still were you always mellow? You're always good? I think no, I mean I was really hyper. I was really oh. energetic, but I don't think I was that defiant. Yeah. That's what El- Ellis is like bouncing off the walls with energy. Mm-hmm. And um, now he's like a good kid. He's chilled out considerably once he hit five. I mean, with the with the defiant stuff, he's really good. He just has so much energy; he doesn't know what to do with it. Like, yeah, that was me. Yeah. So did you, they put you in sports? Um, they tried. Like, I never really got too into any of them. I was doing like karate, a little uh, baseball, but yeah, I don't know. They they threw me into a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, you just didn't resonate. Didn't didn't hit. Yeah, I guess not. Well, because you're an arty guy. You're kind of artistic. I think so. Yeah. They, they had to get you like a, an editing machine or something, like an app yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, my parents too. They tried to get me into everything. I mean, not try to get me into anything. Rather, they signed me up. They let me sign up for a class, and then my dad wouldn't drive me to it anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he wouldn't didn't want to wake up on a Saturday and drive me to wherever, and then I just stopped going. But Yeah, huh. that'll do it. That'll do it. Mm, what can you do? Um, what else do we have? Mom hacks. Oh, I love my. Let's do some mom hacks. These are always great. I try. I'm gonna try one. I bought this. Someone wrote in telling me to get, um, uh, you know those little dog treat dispensers where the the dog has to work to get the treat out. She said that mm-hmm. works great for children. For, for <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. So I've got the the toy. I just need to find the right treat. They're, you know, I got to find like a pellet treat. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure what. Like little M&Ms or something? <laughs> yeah, just to keep them occupied for yeah. five fucking minutes. God damn it. Yeah. Some kind of small candy. Small candy. Good job. Mm-hmm. Good job. Let's see what else we got. One of my clients shared with me that she straight up steals the doggy doo-doo bags from dog parks which she then neatly folds and places in her diaper bag. She does this so that when her kids shit on the go, she can then put her their soiled diapers into the dog crap bag, tie it up tight, and not have to smell the dirty diaper until it can be properly disposed of. I've since told other clients about the magic of doggy bags, and they, in so many words, express that it's a real high and tight hack, not only for dirty diapers, but also to keep barf or shit contaminated clothing away from destroying everything in their path. I love the show and the entire YMH fam. You better believe I'm coming down to Phoenix. Very nice for you just before May. Stay cool, jeans. Love, Ariel. Very good. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I'm doing fartniks pretty soon, too. It's not up on my website yet. That's a good one. Um, I started using the, uh, what the fuck is that? The, the trash bag in my car I bought on Amazon. You just put now I, I uh, put trash away yeah. and I guess yeah it's massive, it's yeah. working great. It's it, working how, great. How big is it? It's not that big. It's like not that that it's big. It's not that that big. It's like <laughs> it's like a square. It's normal size. It's normal size. <laughs> it's not that that big. 
Um, now, see, that was my problem I have because mm. I have a ton of trash that accumu- accumulates yeah. in my car. Yeah. And I got one of those little uh, car trash cans, but it's tiny. Mm. And it's like, this does no good. Is it like the can size? Like, yeah, a little, little tiny can. It fits no. like a bottle no. or something. You got to get the square. It's like a, it's on Amazon. It's like a square. Mm. And you can put it on the back of your headrest, you know? And then you can put your trash, bro. So fucking easy. So easy. Yeah. It's normal size. It's not that that big. Who would say that about their penises? Such a wild thing to say. Like, why would you say it's... Yeah, that's it. That's what I got. That's exactly the one I have. Yeah. That's, that's good. more significant than mine, for sure. It's um. It says, hanging car trash bag can, premium waterproof, Leonard Garm, capacity, Black Power Tiger. This one goes up Black to 2.64 gallons. That's a big one. That's like you're just you're rolling in a trash can. That's too much. That's like I don't have any dignity. No, no. That's too much trash in your car. It's normal sized. It's huh? <laughs> not that that big. It's norm but see that's the thing, it's a contradiction, the, the statement. It's normal size, it's not that that big. Well, not that that big is not normal sized. You know what I mean? It bothers me because normal size is normal. Well, it's not that that small either. Again, this is a really big logic problem. We need to bring this up in your uh, logic class. Yeah, absolutely. Are you required to take philosophy? I took a logic class last <gasps> semester. How'd it go? Good. I, I really liked it. It was fun. But, um, yeah, yeah. I like that shit, too. Did you do Venn diagrams? No, a lot of, like, it, it was kind of like algebra. We would mm-hmm. have to, like, mm-hmm. translate these sentences into like, yes. truth-functional language. Yes, I and- love it. It was, um, I love that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I know you do. Either or, and or, with the V, right? Or. Yeah. They call a it a, a wedge. A wedge. <laughs> God, I fucking love that. <laughs> Shit excites me. But now doesn't it aggravate you when you hear people speaking imprecisely? You're like, that's not. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's either or, mm-hmm. not and. Yeah, God damn it. Okay. More. Here we go. I have a great mom hack that I discovered by accident thanks to my daughter when she was about three years old. I was putting leave-in conditioner in her hair, and when I set the bottle down, she put some in her hand and smeared it on the mirror. When I wiped it off, it left my mirror so sparkling clean I could not believe it. I've been cleaning my mirrors with conditioner for three years now. Crazy. (laughs) That's a really cool one, man. I think I've discovered that inadvertently, but that's... um, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Conditioner. Why not? It smells better than Windex. You know what's another hack if you're in a hotel and you don't have makeup remover? Use lotion and it'll take off. You put the lotion on a, tish- a tissue and then you wipe it right off. Cussing kids. Here we go. Ryan and you talked about kids cussing on this week's episode. While I'm a girl and my mom didn't really have issues with me cussing, my little brother had a sailor's mouth by the age of four. She would always just tell him, we don't talk like that around ladies. And it might be sexist or whatever, but it worked because the majority of the time when you're little, there is a woman around. That is smart. Just a tip for raising little boys and teaching to respect ladies at the same time. Coming up in May, Sam, that's a very good one. Well, I don't like to, I don't do the the ladies thing, but I do refer to them as gentlemen. And gentlemen don't behave in certain ways. Gentlemen sit down properly in their chairs and gentlemen probably don't curse but i like the lady stuff too why not teach them to be chivalrous 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now, my favorite segment um, is always this one, the Pajitsky effects. I feel like it's a constant state of, 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 <laughs> of discovery. So, oh, yeah, when I, when I was in Dallas this weekend, um, I had the realization that, like, I can take care of myself in a hotel. I can like, um, like I booked a massage for myself during the day because I was doing sick shows and I was like, fuck, I'm going to be really tired. And I, and I did. And I went and I got a, a mom massage, if you will. I was like, oh yeah, I, I could have done this. Like, I could have done this. <laughs> not, not in the early part of my career, but like well, a few years, I could have been doing this all along. I never did. Never took care of myself. And I asked for a yoga mat. And I, I worked out in my own room, too. You can do that at nice hotels. That was kind of interesting. So here's some... Oh, these are good. Oh, let's do a voicemail Pajitsky effect. Please, poor favor, as they say in Spanish. Hey, Mommy. My name is Amber. I'm from Huge Jeans, Oregon. <laughs> and I have a Pajitsky effect for you. Did you know that you could sit down while you put your pants or your leggings on, what? my dummy dumb, dumb mom brain insists on standing, and I trip and I fall every single time when I could easily just sit my ass down and put my pants on. <laughs> Thanks, Mommy. Love the show. Wow. My mind is so blown right now. No, I did not know that you could sit down, but oh, wow. Yeah, tights and probably tights. Tights are horrible to put on, and I just stand and I always fall down and lose my balance and cuss and wow, I could probably do that with like my um, athletic wear too. <laughs> Did you know that Zolo that you can sit down and put pants on and stuff? Um, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever done it. I think yeah. I th I think I knew it was possible, but yeah, I I tend to always be in a rush with things like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. who? Well, and here's the deal, too, is that I usually get dressed in my closet, so, like, there's nowhere to sit. Mm, yeah. But I could probably put something to sit on in my closet. You know what I mean? Like, like I put a coffee maker in my fucking toilet. I could put, I could put like, a stool in there. I feel like you're just wow. taking so much time if you're sitting down. Like, how much time do I have to dedicate to getting dressed? I know. Like, you know, I'm kind of, I've been kind of on board with you about the not drying yeah. off thing. Like, I can air dry. It's fine. I'll be a little uncomfortable. Fuck. Let me get these pants on, and I'll get out the door. The problem with my air drying approach is that, like, this morning I had to consciously go, no, no, slow down, dry yourself off. You will be happier in the long run. Because I saw myself two steps ahead getting angry with me, putting my pants on wet. Yeah. Fuck. That, do I, that does happen. That does happen. Yeah. Because I know what you're saying. I, too, feel a sense of outrage at having to even wear pants. Like, I'm like, why do I have to even... I don't want to do this right now. Like, I get so mad when I have to groom. Or I have to, like, blow dry my hair. I'm like, ah, just fucking... <sighs> Same here. It's a time waster. Like, just get on with it. Like, I understand why 
Was it Bill Gates? He wore the same outfit. Is that Bill Gates? I think uh, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you get that. You're like, because it's just so fucking easy. What about putting your shoes on? You oh, sit down for that? N- no, and I should. Yeah, me neither. Fuck that. Fuck that. And I always fall over, and it's a big... And I'm so lazy, too. I often won't wear shoes that are too difficult to put on. Oh, same here. 100%. Yeah. But difficult. On, sandals. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but difficult meaning I have to tie the laces. Yeah. And actually wedge my foot in there. I'm like, ugh, who's got time for this shoe? <laughs> I hate tying laces. It's one of the biggest inconveniences of my life. Yeah. Tragic. Well, try try tying your four year olds or your kid. Like, oh, God. That's why I'm telling you, bro, like 99% of the shoes my kids own are Velcro. Or yes. slip on. Yes. Hat. I don't even buy fucking uh, uh, shoelaces. And my husband is the only maniac in the house who buys the kids like, he'll be like buying them high tops or whatever, which is fucking so hard to put on someone. You try putting a high top on a four-year-old foot and then tying that shit. It takes 10 minutes. And they're cool shoes. Like he'll go and spend money on nice shoes. I'm like, what are you doing to me, man? I no. struggled to put a high top on my own foot. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck a high top. They're so hard. Slip on, bros. Velcro. This is the only acceptable shoes. But they don't make good Velcro shoes for grown-ups, do they? No, you look like a total geek if you're wearing those past yeah. the age of like six. Fuck Velcro. <laughs> you look mentally ill if you're wearing Velcro shoes in, yeah. in your 40s. Shit, I left a therapist because he was wearing Velcro shoes. I <laughs> This fucking nerd... I, it was like the second therapist I saw and he was at overweight. He looked like Santa Claus and he sat across from me and he wore, first of all, fucking light denim, which it wasn't cool back then. I'm talking a decade ago. Yeah. You do not wear light ass denim, bro. Yeah. That's like nerd, bro. Nerd pants. You look like a fucking nerd alert. And then yeah. this fool would wear like a white shirt tucked in to his his light denim and then his fat stomach would hang out over the pants i'm like this is unreal and then to top it off white white velcro shoes and i remember sitting across from this guy and i'm like bro you don't even know how to dress yourself how are you gonna tell me to live my life right homie like you don't you look crazy you look like a fucking fat keebler elf and and it's like you got to be checked out of reality you know like what do you think reality is if you're okay going out in the world like that you know 100 percent. it's funny i've had the exact same thought about doctors and therapists before if they're not dressed well it's like you've (laughs) lost all credibility yeah you can't tell me how to live my best life when you clearly can't even figure out yours yeah get your life man oh here's another one i learned too is have skinny friends have skinny mm. friends. They'll make you want to be thinner. Sure. If you hang out with fat friends, you get fatter. You hang out with skinny people and you're like, I want to look like that. Yeah. Because they have better habits. Yeah. And then like when you're hanging out with them, do they encourage you to like eat salads and of stuff like course. that? Of course. Yeah. And also you get embarrassed eating like you normally do in front of your skinny friends because mm. they'll order something reasonable and then you go, you, I order, and I tell you, I do this all the time because I'm, a, as a road dog, a piece of road wisdom is order 
like if you're like a cheap diner or whatever get like five fucking dishes because out of those five one of them will be a banger and the other ones will be disgusting and what are you spending if you're in like a low rent who cares you know i did it when i was broke but so i have the habit of ordering a lot of different stuff at places i've never been to <laughs> and but when you're with a skinny person they look at you like you're crazy when you're like i want like 10 pizzas i want this and that and you're so shamed by it you're like oh i should probably dial this back the problem is Tom is my husband and he and I eat like fat girls all the time. So, but you know, yeah, hang That's out. That's a pretty good Pajitsky effect. <laughs> order a lot of stuff at a new place because I have that all the time too. I'll yeah. try a new place and it's like, eh, I don't know what's going to be good. And then you get it and it sucks. You'd order yeah. a couple things and uh, then you'll be happy. Yeah. And you can share. Um, if you get like appetizers, you can just get like a few small things you can share with the person you're eating with. And you, then you, even if you have like a few bites of something awesome, you're like, okay, I feel satisfied. I'm happy now. For sure. I didn't leave here super angry, you know, especially yeah. in fucking uh, most of America, like eat, eat what's native to that place. Like if you're in the Midwest, you order totally. barbecue, bro, or chicken or ranch, anything with ranch on it. Don't fucking order sushi in the Midwest. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going to have it. What a burger, you know, eat, eat like the locals. Of course. Yeah, you fucking, you fucking baby fucker. Okay. Oh, you fuck. Oh, give me another voicemail. Yeah, uh, another Pajitsky effect. God, I live for these. Fuck, it just makes me realize hey, my Mom, own self-loathing. Hey, just the effect. Okay. Uh, I realized that I kept walking to different fucking rooms to try and throw out every little piece of trash, and I finally said, hey, why don't I just put a little trash can fuck. in every room of the house? That way, I'm not fucking getting up and walking everywhere trying to find this shit. So, that is my Pajitsky effect. Love you guys. Bye. Fuck your mom. I had the same realization, like, bro, like two years ago. I know. I just started doing that, too. Fuck. Or, you know what I even do? Because my my two-year-old will fuck with the trash cans is I'll just start carrying litter in my pocket. Like, if it's like a wipe. It's dirty. I'll be like, I'll just put that in my pocket. And then... You know, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm in my pocket. I'm like, this is disgusting. I've got like loose nuts. I've got a dirty wipe. I've got uh, scraps of paper. I've got Play-Doh chunks. And like, yeah, bro. Yeah, you can have multiple trash cans in your life. Fuck, that's a good one. You know what's been sticking with me is the um, that person who wrote in who was like, you can turn the lights on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because it's always that 5 o'clock hour or no, 4.30-ish around our house and I'm starting to cook dinner. <clears throat> and it's just as it's getting dark, right? It's just that d- dusk, right? That's nighttime, dusk. Mm-hmm. And it's just turning. And I'm like, I can turn the light on. And I still think that. I'm like, oh, yeah, dude. Turn the fucking light on. God, yeah, it's a game changer. It's a game changer. Like, oh, now I have light. I Not know, like right? fucking cave animal. What is wrong with me? Is your girlfriend as much of a derelict as we are? Um, in her own ways, I think. Yeah. She's not as a... Does she sit down to put her pants on? Is she that kind of a lady? I don't think so. No, who does that? Who's got that luxurious yeah, time? Who has that time? It's a time factor, I know. Yeah. Fuck, all right. After listening to the episode where you talk about your denim makeup bag, I realized that I could buy a new makeup bag and a new blush brush. Woof! 
This is disgusting, but I am 30 years old and have been using the same makeup bag and blush brush since college. Only 10 years. Granted, I've cleaned the brush and I don't wear makeup very often, but it's still nasty. I just Amazon primed a new bag and brush for a whopping $30. Living the high life. I can't wait to receive my new shit tomorrow. Kelsey from Portland, Oregon. Congratulations, Kelsey. Um, I admit I, I actually still use an old ass blush brush too. I think I bought from Mac um some somewhere a decade ago as well <laughs> mm -hmm. okay i'm gonna look into that one thing my mom always did when i was growing up was reuse the plastic bags from the grocery store as garbage bags in every garbage can in the house now this sounds like a great idea in theory very environmentally friendly and an easy way to save money by not buying garbage bags. However, the garbage can in the kitchen was a normal sized can, 13 gallons or so. And if you know the plastic bags from the store, you know those are maybe one third of the size of a garbage can. So what this really meant was daily frustrations with an overflowing garbage bag that can never be tied properly without getting garbage on your <laughs> And it wasn't until I moved in with my husband and he made me realize that this was absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> he forced my stubborn self to start buying garbage bags. I realized garbage bags are literally $5 for like 30 bags. <laughs> no more garbage cans. No more changing the bag every day. Buying garbage bags has been life changing. <laughs> Jill. Jill from Massive Huge Tits. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I too grew up with um, parents that used Gelson's bags or Ralph bags for trash <laughs> It's so annoying because you're right. It never really fits, especially if you're using it for the big ones. And like um, on Amazon, you can buy fucking bulk, dude. Get like five boxes of trash bags. You can get like those hefty ones, the good ones, too, that don't rip up and break. You can get trash bags that smell nice now. They've got, like, lavender kitchen trash bags. Ugh. Ugh. It just reminded me of a, a memory. My mother, one time, we used to live in a townhome. And, you know, you have, like, a mutual garbage bin with everybody in the community. And you had to unlock a, unlock a latch, and then you open the wooden door, and then there's a big trash bin and my mom would, you know, throw the trash in, open the latch, come out. Well, one time she was, she opened the latch, goes in, <laughs> and I guess somehow it locked behind her. And she was so upset because she, she came home and she, and she was trapped. So she had to scream for somebody to let her out. And then she goes, God, you know, it's like phrasing of something sticks in your head. She goes, oh my God, I was trapped with all the smelly garbages. <laughs> all the stinky, smelly garbages. And she pluralized garbages, which was so fucking great to me. The stinky, smelly garbages. Oh, God. And I was so happy that she had gotten trapped in there because I just fucking, she annoyed me so bad. Ugh, smelly garbages. Okay. Uh, do we have another voicemail or do we do them all? Yeah, no, we have one. I don't want to hear one. Smelly garbages. <laughs> Stupid bitch, right? Hi there. I want to share a Pazitsky effect that has affected me my whole life. Uh, I grew up in the Northeast, and it's cold most of the year, mm. except for a few months in the summer. And I always hated when 
I would go to wash my ice-cold hands, and I'd have to use ice-cold water. Fuck, I know. And then one day, I was in a public bathroom with my friend complaining about this very phenomenon, and she posed a question to me that changed my life, and that was, why don't you wash your hands with hot water? Mind blown. I love finding the perfect combination of hot and cold water to wash my hands now. It is like the greatest luxury I have ever experienced. Sometimes with my ice-cold hands, I can warm them up yeah. by washing my hands, something I had never previously even considered. So, yeah. Who does that? There, love the podcast. See ya. <sighs> washing your hands with hot water and even warming your body up with water. Whoa. Life changer. Congratulations. Yeah. I, uh, unfortunately, in our own house, our hot and cold water, it's a, it's like, it, it, the water takes a long time to get hot in my house. And I will fucking turn on that hot, the hot side, cause, and let it run until that bitch turns warm. Because I refuse to wash my face with cold water anymore. Because I did it for so many years, especially in college, when you're just like, who cares? Fuck it. And on these old Victorian homes I used to live in in San Francisco were so cold. And, and in England, everything was so cold. Oh, I just hate it. Even now, like I said, let it run. Fuck it. I don't care. I'll pay a million dollars just to get that warm water on my face and on my hands. Ugh. Even on my asshole. You know, Tom uses the tushy downstairs. We have a tushy that we installed, but it's not warm. I won't use it. I won't use it. I will only use the warm one when it's plugged in to the outlet. I've been having the opposite. My mm. In my apartment, okay. the water gets too hot, and I'll, I'll turn on the water to wash my hands, and daily i burn my hands <laughs> like if i leave it run for a second it starts steaming it's so hot that's so bizarre you should definitely talk to your landlord because there's yeah. <laughs> there's a problem it could be the furnace is too high i imagine i'm sure it's an easy fix but i've just never done it but well, yeah every day i'm like oh fuck i just burned my hands it's the again. worst yeah, you should tell your landlord or whatever because they're probably spending a lot more money heating that water than they should be it doesn't need to be up mm -hmm. that high fuck you'd be doing him a favor by telling him yeah, that's a nightmare, man. I, you know what it is? I've realized I don't like the two separate sides. Like, I don't want a hot side and a cold side in my sink. I like those shitty old, like the shittiest apartment I ever grew up in with my mom. Just had one, like it was one knob, you lifted it up, and then you could like twist it. So hot and cold were combined. Yeah, like, yeah. That's what just do that. What are you doing? They should have something where you could set your water to like the perfect temperature you oh want it at at all times. Oh my god, I, I'm sure mind. that exists, right? That technology. <sighs> so, whenever you turn it on, it's like the perfect temperature. It should exist, it has to exist, right? It fucking has to, dude. Well, like, I have one in our shower that, yeah, it does. You you set it to where you like it so that it yeah eventually when my shower does heat up it does stop at the temperature you've left it out last time, but I'm constantly having to switch it because my husband showers cold and I, anyway it's it's fucking yeah stupid. they should have like presets yeah um, for like different people it's like right, Christina's using it now and yeah to your temperature fuck maybe we should make this it's a great idea bro yeah there should be all kinds of stuff like okay when I'm driving. <clears throat> and I'm listening to my um, iTunes music, the fact that I have to lift up my phone and then open my fucking phone and then go to my Apple music and then search for something, it's so dangerous. And of course I do it when I'm driving like a dick. Like it should, you should be able to go, Siri, play 
Bauhaus or whatever. Can you do that yet? You can do that. You've oh. been able to do that for many years. <laughs> Why do I live? Like, what am I? Why am I so alive? Fuck your mom. Seriously? Wait. Yeah. How do I? But how? Okay. There's a setting. You have to say, hey, Siri. Hey, Siri, you fucking bitch. Where are you? Okay, you're going to teach me. Okay. Uh, I'll do it for you. Really? She yeah. could have done this this whole time. Yeah. And I can be like, hey, Siri, play my favorites on I my I do Apple. it every day. <laughs> I'm so glad I brought this up. I'm so glad I brought this up. Fuck. Am I officially old? Is this when you're just old? When like, hey, you could have done this a decade ago, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's so Fuck. many features. I don't think everyone knows them all. I'm so old. Oh, my God. Someone I saw on a TikTok, they said that the Apple symbol on the back of your phone isn't actually a button. Is that true? I don't know about Gen that. No. The, I think the new ones, it's like a magnet. There's a magnet on the back. For what? Um, for charging. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Okay. Man, this whole time I could have been like, hey, you fucking Siri. Mm-hmm. Fuck, you're such a retard. God damn it. All right. I think we're doing a tremendous service to the people out there because we're improving people's lives by sharing this information. No, I know. By yeah. me looking stupid every week, people are like, oh, that's cool, that's cool. But then they learn how to not look stupid in their life. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That is the good sacrifice here. Watch, watch. We're gonna. I'll tell my husband on your mom's house. Will you write that down for next sure. week? I'll be like, Tom, did you know <laughs> that when you're driving, you can just be like, hey, Siri. I guarantee he doesn't because I see him searching for music the same way I do, all Gen X analog style. Mm. Oh, I've seen him do it. He doesn't know, hey, Siri. He'll say that he does, but he don't. Because I've seen him thumbing around just like me. What else can Siri do while you're driving? Can she look for directions? You're like, hey, Siri. Yeah, yeah she, I mean, she can do most things. It, it's actually annoying. Like, there's a lot of shit she won't do if she can tell you're in the car. She's like, I can't search the internet while you're driving. What a fucking bitch. But, yeah, she can do pretty much anything you tell her to do. Shut up. Yeah. Make calls, make texts, <gasps> all that kind of stuff. Okay, yeah. you're going to come to my car after and make sure it's... I don't okay. need to go to your car. I just you just do it on do your it phone. Here? But I use Bluetooth. It doesn't matter. Oh my god! <laughs> so excited. Okay. Okay. I'm like I'm blown away. All right, here we go. Let's do. Um. Okay. You know how fucking annoying it is where you go to eat your ice cream and it's so hard from being in the freezer. You bend your spoon, yes, or jab a hole in the carton. Now, I know the normal solution is to use a spoon that's been in hot water, but that bullshit, too. It's bullshit. I've tried that. That's fucking bullshit. The water takes too long to heat up, and you always have to go back when the spoon inevitably gets cold again. Yeah. I realize you can just put the ice cream container in the microwave for, like, 12 seconds, and it's the perfect scoopable texture. Everyone around me thought I was crazy at first, but they have since come around to my genius. Love the podcast. That's true, Hannah. Thank you. You can microwave for 12 seconds. Tom does that. Tom, Tom's known that for a while. Tom's known that for a while. Okay, let's do one last, uh, let's do what would Christina P. do? And then we're going to have Korean food today. I'm really excited about that. Have lunch. You got mom questions? CP's got mom answers. What would Christina P. do? What'd you order from the Korean place, Josh? The ribs. That's the, the Galbi. The Galbi? Yeah, fucking the best, so good. dude. 
Hi, Mommy. This is Zach. I'm calling because my wife and the mother of my two beautiful children has lost her ever-loving mind. Uh, she has found a website that will turn your old breast milk into a powder and incorporate it into jewelry. And she literally said the sentence to me the other night, I just want a necklace made of breast milk. And somehow she just didn't hear that sentence come out of her mouth. I, I just need advice. Like, am I crazy for thinking that this is the wildest thing ever? Or do I need to commit her to an asylum? Okay. Thanks so much, Mommy. You better believe I'm coming up in May. <laughs> you got it. So here's the deal, man. <sighs> Having babies makes women crazier than anything that's ever happened to you in your life. Think about it. You made a human being inside of you. You push it out of you. It's no longer a part of you, but now it's a part of you that lives outside of you and that you keep alive by putting your breast in its mouth and you are sustenance for a tiny little being. It is such a mind blower and it is such a tremendous, tremendous life-changing responsibility. So the reason she might want to be commemorating the breastfeeding era of her life is because it really is a unique and emotional time, especially when you have to give it up. So I suspect, and I don't know if this is what's going on, I suspect she may want to commemorate, maybe she's ending the breastfeeding chapter um, in her life and she wants to commemorate that time with jewelry. Is it insane? I don't know. Is it a little unhygienic? Definitely. Um, there are also other things women do, like make placenta jewelry. I just um, I saw someone do that on Instagram, that in they take the placenta from their child, dry it, shape it into a heart, and put gold on it. That's another thing some women are doing. Some women are having their placenta made into powdered capsules and then eating that placenta for um, supposed health benefits. Some women do belly casts where when you're pregnant, you have somebody do a cast of your stomach and your tits so you remember what you look like. So is it all wacky? Yeah, of course, it's all wacky, but it's all part of being a mother in some weird way. So, you know, it's not hurting anybody. It's wacky. Let her do it. Let her fucking do it. As long as she's not, you know... um keeping her breast milk indefinitely or feeding it to you or whatever, I think it's okay. I think it's okay. It's just one of those things moms do. We don't, you know, the next chapter is bittersweet. And like my Ellis is going to be five. He's going to go to kindergarten next year. And it is bittersweet because those little tiny years are over. And he's a kid. He's an actual kid. So I'm so thankful I've got Juju and I can, you know, relish the, the baby stuff a little bit longer because he's still in that chubby cute little face so it's all bittersweet when they move into the next don't give her too much shit bro all right all right that was a fun episode we covered so much ground yeah i figured out hey siri yeah that's gonna change your life we hate shoelaces we discovered you and i hate shoelaces i fucking hate them i fucking hate them i hate them more than i hate horses what do you hate more horses or shoelaces <laughs> Um, shoelaces? I don't have a problem with horses. What's your problem I with horses? I fucking hate them. I hate how they smell. I hate riding them. I hate horse culture. 
I mm. I think they're dangerous to ride. I think they're majestic animals, but I don't like when people ride them. I think it's a fucking dangerous, dumb thing to do. Gotcha. Well, I guess it's because I don't encounter horses all that often. Shoelaces are a daily inconvenience for me. That's true. Yeah, I don't remember the last time I saw a horse. Well, I see them sometimes in the park, and I don't like how they smell, and they're always attracting <laughs> flies, and... They're fucking mean, and their teeth are always gross-looking, and whatever. Fuck horses. Okay. So, anyways, send me uh, an email. Where my mom's at, at gmail.com, phone number 213-375-5184. Leave me some mom confessions. I'm talking in the lane of, I have a favorite child. What was the other one I liked? My kid eats dog food. My kid eats dog food. Wild, bro. Wild. But I want to hear your feelings, like... What's the stuff you, you're ashamed of or weird about thinking? Like, um, I don't know. I always have guilt around everything. Like, every time I leave my kids, of course, or like, I don't know. I'll think of some of my own, and then I'll share with you. So, 213-375-5184, where my mom's at, at gmail.com. And that's it. We're going to have Korean food. Um, I love you. And everybody, you know, see, oh, see me live, Christina P. Online. Dot com. Until next time, stay cool, moms. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at? Where my moms wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at? Where my moms at podcast? With Christina P.